The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Hello, my guest today is the amazing Richard Rudd. He has come out with the beautiful work entitled The Gene Keys. It is a voyage of self-illumination. Deep within the strata of the Gene Keys pulses a powerful and ancient spiritual lineage, and this lineage can be traced back through many great mystery schools of all cultures, the Egyptian, Mayan, Sufi, Gnostic, Tibetan, Vedic, Taoist, Celtic, Native American, and many others. All of these cultures have safeguarded and evolved a single wisdom stream that goes so far back that it finally comes to a time that has been mostly lost to human memory. It still survives in folk memories and in myths, in legends and in creation stories, most of which speak of the time before the fall or the so-called golden age, an epoch lost to the hallows of antiquity. This is from some of the writings of Richard Rudd. And as you dive into the Gene Keys, what you dive into is a process of contemplation, a place of self-inquiry and an opening to the unwinding of yourself. You can look back in the archives of 1111 Talk Radio and search and find three other archives where he goes very deeply into the work of the Gene Keys, the activation sequence, the Venus sequence, the Pearl, and we discuss that work. He has now released his next level, an absolutely beautiful, poetic, romantic, uh, very deeply grounding aspect to the work entitled The Seven Sacred Seals, Portals to Grace. And all of this can be found at the website genekeys.com. Without further ado, and so that we can dive right into this conversation, I want to welcome Richard Rudd back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Richard. Uh, Thank you, Simran. It's really lovely to be here again and uh, lovely to be talking to you. Well, I absolutely have always loved your work. Uh, it, it has been profound in my life as I ventured off on the road three years ago with, with uh, my two children and a dear friend. Uh, it was amazing because she was the one that introduced me to you and to your work. And as we ventured around the country, what I found we really did engage in was so much of what the Gene Keys allowed us to grow within. And, and the Venus sequence was so profoundly important during many of the, the obstacles and challenges that we had to navigate through, the, the visions that we carried and what we wanted to, to see unfold were so well guided through um, the aspects of the prime gifts and the pearl. And so to, before we get into the seven sacred seals, I'd love for you to give people a brief summary of this work as to how it relates to our everyday life, especially when people are so caught up 
in the mundane or in uh, the news or the different types of things that keep coming at them. Why and how is this important, especially at this time? Yeah, thank you. It's a, a great question. Um, I'm, I'm always pointing myself in that direction um, as, a, as a father with a, a young family and, and all the challenges that that brings and, um, and the wonders as well. And so I've applied the Gene Keys to, to these aspects of our everyday life and really the, the way in, the, the reason it's of such importance now I would say is because we tend to be in a bit of a spin in our everyday lives, many of us, and um, the Gene Keys has the capacity to slow us down a little bit. That doesn't mean slow us down externally but internally to give us more breath and deeper pauses in our life so that we have time to contemplate other things, important things, like what's inside us, like um, as you read out in the beginning, you know, the great deep mystery of life itself and, and the possibility of, of a higher being, a higher consciousness, and how to tap into that. And the Gene Keys are all about how to find the pathways in our everyday life of, you know, into that space. So the front door is really through contemplation and the art of contemplation, which is a gentle way of working with um, spiritual knowledge or spiritual wisdom. And many of us will be doing it in our, in our own way already. Um, so I'm giving it a name. Um, and it's not just an intellectual, mental thing. It's also a, it's a, it's a, it has an emotional application. So as you said, it, it applies very deeply to our relationships and um, and also it, it applies to um, our material world and other, our ability to prosper on the material plane. Um, so it covers everything. And uh, as you said, it, it, the way in which the Gene Keys make it personal for us is through these three sequences, as I call them. And they're part of a profile that you can get online, a Gene Keys personal profile, which is free online on the website. And you can look at that straight away and... And it gives you a, a kind of map of, you know, routes and pathways towards three main areas. The, the purpose, our life purpose, and I know everyone nowadays is talking about what is my purpose. It's really the purpose of your inner being. You know, what is your deep core purpose on the inner planes? And then the second one is our partnership, our, our our pathway through relationships, you know, and our way to find peaceful relationships and fulfilling relationships and to find sometimes reconciliation in our difficult relationships. That's part of the Venus sequence work that you mentioned. And then finally, and then I'm done with my rather long response, uh, is the Pearl sequence, which is the way of understanding how we are here to initiate synchronicity in our lives, um, serendipity, luck, good fortune, through being in a correct rhythm and a correct harmony with our environment and with the pulse of nature inside us as we go about our everyday life. So essentially what the Gene Keys really does, if I distill all of that into a sentence, is it slows us down so that we can meet life more fully through our heart, through our soul. Um, and and that's, that's really what it comes all down to. So I hope that that wasn't too lengthy, but 
it was a big question. <laughs> That's perfect. And I'd like to touch back on that word contemplation because we really do live in a fast-paced world and so often uh, many go into analysis uh, rather than contemplation and there's a big difference between the two and particularly uh, when it comes to this type of work. Um, that's important because analysis really would be from that ego side and it would be from an opinion or an, a judgment side, whereas contemplation is really sitting with the words that have been written, really just reading the words that are written. That's the true power of this work, yes? That's right. Um, to take a, to take a, a, um, a teaching or it might be an, uh, it might be a gene key, you know, which is a, an archetype which has layers and levels to it that you can apply to your life. It might have come out of your profile or it may come from you just reading the book, one of the chapters. There are 64 gene keys and there are 64 chapters. So if you take one, um, for an example, um, one that's easy to understand, the sixth gene key, which is about conflict, the shadow of conflict, that's the, the victim state. And then the gift um, would be diplomacy. So in other words, the secret hidden gift in, the, in all conflict is to learn the art of diplomacy and to be able to empathize with others and to learn to engage at a higher level. And in, and in doing that, to transform something inside yourself, like a fear pattern or a reaction pattern or an anger or something, whatever it is, a, an irritation you may have. And then finally, the, the highest level in that instance would be peace. So it goes conflict, diplomacy, peace. And that is a gene key. And peace, therefore, is latent within conflict. And, the, and you could say that the whole purpose of conflict is actually to point us towards peace, um, which is a, quite a thing to consider. So that you might take something like that and you contemplate that and apply that to your life. And as you, as you apply that... It, to, for instance, your relationships, um, you'll see over time that it burrows deeper and deeper into your awareness. And this is the contemplative approach. As you said, it's not analysis, it's awareness. It's about noticing when you get drawn into conflict and when you're able to be in that diplomatic, listening, open, available, vulnerable space, but strong in that space. Um, and then you begin to tap into the underlying peace, and peace being a what I call a city, um, a higher state that exists at a, in a higher dimension, but is a part of all of us. It connects all of us together. And there are 64 of these archetypes. So that's one way in which we use contemplation. And uh, there are many things you could contemplate in the gene keys. It's a, as you know, Simran, it's a, it's a treasure box of things to contemplate. Um, and so, yes, you take it something is, and you... It is definitely you, a treasure box. I love how you said that, and I, I want to reiterate and point out that when you spoke about conflict and you spoke about peace, the the tone and the, the wording that you used didn't designate the conflict as bad and the peace as good. It really was an experience of, of one and both uh, as the same but different pieces that you're moving through. Uh, talk a little bit about that because I've been in certain places where people get so excited about this jinky work because it is something to really be excited about. But our ego 
will sometimes go into the place of believing the, the, the shadow aspect that is being talked about, written about, is bad, and that the city aspect is the best. And, um, and, and oftentimes people will try to find themselves in the gift or the city, but it's, it's, it's equally beautiful to discover even the shadow aspect because it's all kind of a, an interweaving that is taking place place within us talk a little bit about that mm, yeah that's a, a, a very good insight it's um you know the 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 peace you know the city the highest state is actually it has to embrace the shadow so you can't circumvent these difficult patches in your life these difficult things you have to go into them and through them and transform them and transform your relationship to them and and so True peace is peace that's within conflict. So even in the very difficult situations that may come to us in the world, we have an underlying memory that, of the peace that's underneath. And the deeper we move into that and uh, we can hold that as a frequency, then the more we're in that, that city. Because it, it, its purpose is to remain in that state even when difficult things are going on around us i mean someone said to me just recently as we often hear why is life so hard for so many of us for all of us and i kind of we had a conversation and we contemplated that and uh, the result the answer that we came up with together was that if we it wasn't so much of an answer but it was an insight that if you look at life or on this earth as a school, you know, where you're here to learn, then it's a much more fulfilling life than if you look at it as there's something wrong, you know, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. I, you know, this, this thing I'm uncomfortable with, it's, so I've got to change it, you know, and, and I've got to get to the end of it. Instead of, we're always learning, we're always evolving. It's a school. Life is a school. And if you, and, and that's why we are meant to kind of have these edges and it's why we have this suffering so that we can evolve and it's part of what it's a deep part of the of the teaching we're going to be talking about the seven seals because it's 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 the grace that is actually hidden in suffering the seven sacred seals are such a revelation in fact they are more than an event they are an initiation in the deepest sense of the word they are coming into the world at this time is miraculous because Richard sensed that once they're at work in the world, a huge change will begin to take place. One might also look at this the other way around, that the seals are coming because we are finally ready for them and because we have earned them. In the next segment, we're going to dive into more about the seven sacred seals and also the Corpus Christi. And while we're doing that, you can glance at his website, genekeys.com, and find out more about the entire Gene Key work, what it means to dive into the Venus sequence, the activations, the prime gifts, and the pearl, and how you can learn more about your own human blueprint. We'll be right back with Richard Rudd and the Seven Sacred Seals. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 
444, people all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships? your career, health, or finances, want to experience greater aliveness. I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being. Bounteously and abundantly, experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. My guest today is Richard Rudd, who has been on 1111 Talk Radio many times before. You can also see him in the archived issues of 1111 Magazine. He has created profound work on the planet and is affecting people all over the world in allowing them to dive deeply within themselves to contemplate and inquire and allow their true essence to emerge through a self-illumination process. We are discussing today the seven sacred seals. The seven seals describe the specific pattern of awakening for humanity as the higher currents of involution and grace move over time through our species. Outlined in allegorical form, in the Revelation of St. John, the unfolding of the seven seals can be understood as a sequential predestined awakening code hardwired into all human DNA. Richard has just released a new program that allows you to dive into these teachings, and it is in a pay-as-you-go system so that you are more able to ground the other work. This is a true statement of generosity that Richard is being the example of on the planet at a time where we do need to move into different ways of doing things. Richard, as we talk about um, the seven sacred seals, you right away mention 
that it is a revelation, that, that they are an initiation. And I know that these kind of birth out of the Gene Key 22 and the Corpus Christi. Talk to us a little bit about this huge revelation and what that word initiation means. Yeah, it's, you know, the, the seven seals is an ancient teaching. Um, it existed since the world has existed in a way. And you see it in different forms um, appearing in various cultures if you're kind of looking deeply. And the most obvious place that you mentioned in that piece of writing was um, where some people will have heard of it is in the Revel- book of Revelations in the Bible. And it's one of the most arcane uh, pieces of writing in, in Christian or anywhere uh, um, pantheon that you'll find. And it's very difficult to penetrate and, and understand and I believe that St. John wrote it in a very heightened state of consciousness. Um, I'm not the first person to have said this. Um, and that he, it, it was written in a coded form deliberately in order that it wouldn't be so easily accessed for anyone. So when the seven seals came into my contemplation and it came out of the whole teaching of the Gene Keys, which is a, a, a living wisdom, um, when it began to emerge in me and in my consciousness and, and then the time kind of appeared for me to start laying it out, I considered that that was a really amazing moment because I, wasn't, I, I was aware of, those, of this teaching, but it was, to me it always felt like a very rarefied thing and very precious and I had no idea whether I'd even have the chance in my life to explore that and, and that grace would allow that. So... <laughs> Um, it was it was an extraordinary thing for me. It was an initiation for me to just begin to imbibe the teachings. And the first thing I had to do was sort of open up those seals one by one, because the seals themselves are are they're, they're portals um, from our world, from this human world, into another world, an invisible world, a higher world that many of us have forgotten. And, um, you know, it's a world of magic. It's a world where logic breaks down. It's a world where things are more poetic. It's an, almost an angelic world. So when you move into this other realm, you need a set of teachings and pathways. And that's what the seven seals are all about. And they, they can be applied um, on their own, but they also are enhanced greatly by working alongside the existing Gene Keys. And if you have been working with the Gene Keys, um, then you'll see very clearly how they fit in with those teachings, especially the teachings about relationships. Um, Because it's in our relationships that our deepest wounds are kind of made manifest. So the seals are really... um, kind of they're like ointment you know sacred ointment or balm that we can put on those wounds at many levels and they soften us and they open our hearts and that's the core essence of the seven seals it's a teaching that's about opening the heart and i don't just mean our emotional heart i mean a real big massive ecstatic divine heart i mean the, the that's the revelation um it's a vast teaching in that sense so it's, it's quite something to begin to work with in your life 
And these are these are contained within the transmission of the 22nd gene key that you stated the highest aspect is grace. When we're embarking on these seven seals and, and doing the, the contemplation and the prayer work and the different invocations, the, the beautiful words that you have in the book that goes alongside with your course that is entitled The Seven Sacred Seals, Portals to Grace. This grace that takes place, is it, is it something that we're giving ourselves? Is it something that is working its way through us? Um, is it a bridge that we're meeting our human self and our divine self upon? What is grace? It's such a great question, isn't it? I think the answer is all of those things you've said. It is a bridge um, that we're opening. And grace is also something that gets revealed inside us. And it's something that really feels as though it's, it alights on us from above. It feels like it's given to us as a gift from on high. I mean, that's how it feels. But you could also say that you've reached out with your hand and called it in and, and, and called upon it. And in the teachings, it's why it was such a big departure for me um, moving into this this new kind of gear because suddenly came all these um, invocations and, and prayers and things. And I'd never really worked with prayer before. And, and I was kind of a bit nervous about it. I thought, well, people will think I'm a Christian and, and, and I'm not saying that I'm not a Christian, you know, in, in the, not, at least I'm not in the kind of normal sense, but perhaps a Gnostic Christian, um, certainly a follower of the teachings, the true teachings of Christ. Um, but within, yeah, within this kind of huge pantheon of the seven seals, all manner of new um, approaches opened up. So the invocations are the, the deepest way of working there, these kind of poetic um, inner callings that we send out and you, you, can, you can read them inwardly, you can read them through the words um, or you can um, recite them. Um, the, the best is to vibrate them aloud and to let your heart rise up with them. And, the, and we've also recorded them in the, on the online course with my voice and exquisite music that's been, you know, refined and sculpted so that they go with each one. And um, so, yeah, there's, there's many ways of calling that grace in. But what is grace? That is the great question of our time, I think. It's, uh, it's, what, there's so many answers to that question. One that is close to my heart is that grace is the un, the full surrender to our to to the divine life, to our full life, and that it's hidden in our suffering, and and actually that it softens our suffering when we really, really, truly allow our suffering in at the deepest level, instead of resisting it and thinking there's something wrong with it, we let it into our heart and we open it and we trust it. And then we begin to un- unpick the weave of our suffering and see that there are all kinds of hidden beauties inside it that we never knew were there. So that's one possible answer for what is grace. I think, you know, for for people who do the course and who who start working with it, they'll find out what grace is and how it visits us in, in miraculous ways sometimes. 
Well, I will definitely state that the music uh, with the course is absolutely beautiful and harmonic and such an amazing tapestry alongside the invocations and prayers that you share. And what I did discover in my own work with the Gene Keys and my own Venus sequence is it does soften the ability to open to these um, these seals, these places, uh, because if we if we go directly into the seals, it's almost as if we we are forcing something to happen faster. Is that correct? I th- well, uh, yes, forcing. <laughs> not quite the right word, but I know what you mean. It's we are we're kind of prizing open the veil that that separates the you know the the. the it's interesting that as I've understood the seals, in a way, what a you know, they're like valves, and they are open from the higher world, but they appear to be closed from our side. So it's actually up to us to open to the higher realms. So we have to open the seals, and the seal is inside us. And the mystery of how we do that is, as I said, it's moving deeper into these deep core wounds, like the, you know, the the you know the the deepest you know wound is is this is the is this suffering itself and and what and how we move into that and and there the these layers that open to us as you move into the seals and there's a way in which it's laid out so that you know the the there are seven seals and each one has a has a whole web of interconnections that i mean to go into them take a, a while, but each layer opens us into a different level of human archetypal wounding. So, for example, the third seal is it heals the wounding of shame, and the fifth seal heals the wounding of guilt, and it heals it with forgiveness. And each one of the seals has a specific way of doing that, um, but we have to open to those those wounds inside ourselves and then see them playing out in our lives, you know, and sometimes in unusual ways as we begin to notice them. And, and then as you said, it softens us because we realize it's part of our human tapestry. We all live out those difficult feelings that we have, you know, and, but to know that they are, you know, they're portals to something higher, to something extraordinary, to a magical universe that's a real revelation for most of us and when we embark on these seven sacred seals this really is a purification process so if we do some of the work that is the venus sequence if we really understand how we are triggered and how to to allow ourselves to rise up into a a a greater way of being then when we bring in these sacred seals, we are more open to some of these different levels like grace and forgiveness and love and the different places that these seven portals uh, allow us to go. Is that correct? Absolutely, yes. I mean, the other day I was talking to a, a young man and um, he he didn't have any connection to the Gene Keys or anything like that. He was just, uh, you know... A, a kind of an ordinary man in the world and we had this we struck up a conversation and um and I he was asking me what I did so it's always a challenging 
uh, and amusing at some level to see what comes out of my mouth. And I told him about um, some of the essence of this work and he said, uh, he said, I have so much anger in me. He did about him, he said, about himself. He said he, has, he had so much anger and he didn't know how to deal with that. And, and, um, and I said, yeah, that's, that's what this is about. It's about you know, seeing that there are many of us that have these patterns like intolerance, for example, that so many of us feel at times in our relationships, this kind of, or, or, or with the world or with people who, who um, just trigger us. And so working, the beginning really is to begin to work with the essentials and to learn the language of our, of our wounding and then to also learn the language of our gifts, which is what the, the Gene Keys and these, the, like the Venus sequence begins to teach us. And that does take us through a purification. And you can also use the seven seals alongside it or even underneath it. So... You know, they're, they're teachings that are designed to dovetail, and you can use them at your own speed, in your own way. Um, as you know, they're, they're, they haven't been, they're not overly prescriptive. They allow you and your intuition to create your own path rather than dictate, you know, a certain way. There are phases to the sequences, so there is an unlocking that follows a storyline for each one of us, and it's different for each one of us. But that's part of the mystery um, of the working out of the Gene Keys and the Seven Seals, that it has this, this very clear step-by-step process, but it's not a, you know, it it's also engages our intuition and um, that other right brain side of us very deeply. Richard's mystical journey began early in life as he experienced strange energies rushing throughout his body. This phenomenon catalyzed his spiritual search. All of his studies became synthesized in 2002 when he began to write and receive the gene keys. It took seven years to write the book and understand its teachings and applications. Today, Richard continues to study and teach the profound lessons contained in the Gene Keys. He's a teacher, mystic, and poet that attended Edinburgh University where he gained a master's degree in literature and metaphysics. Having been gifted with an inheritance, Richard used it to go on a decade-long worldwide search for truth and meaning. He studied with the great teachers in the East, traveled through the Himalayas, the Pacific, and the Americas. He worked in the film industry, trained as a teacher of Qigong, and sailed across the Atlantic Ocean on a small yacht. During this time, he lived in many places where he met his wife and over the following years had three children and moved to the southern part of England. Throughout his adventures, Richard has explored his love of writing, and in 2006, he won the Fish International Poetry Award in Ireland. You can find out more about Richard and the Gene Keys at genekeys.com. Go there to access the webinars, to get your free profile, to have the Golden Pathway Program Step 1 for free, and to also discover the Seven Sacred Seals. We'll be right back with Richard Rudd. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444, 
people all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized. So you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. At the mystical heart of the Gene Keys is a set of teachings that form the basis of a new mystery school. Known as the Corpus Christi, these teachings ripple out into the living matrix of the Gene Keys, bringing into form a sacred knowledge drawn directly from the higher realms. The ring of purification is known as the sublimation of discord and desire. If you wish to work with the seven sacred seals in your life, you'll need a fierce inner commitment. It may take many months of inner preparation before you receive the signs that you're making progress. However, if your yearning is deep and sincere, a sustained effort will inevitably lead to a breakthrough. The Gene Key teachings are about the secret of inner purification and its guardingness in the codon rings. In this particular section, it happens to be with the ring of purification. Richard, there are many different places within the Gene Keys and within the sacred seals where people are diving into purifying themselves. And so much of this has to do with going back into the the, the different sequences of our lives that were set in the seven-year cycles in our first 21 years of life. And so as we move through the Gene Keys, and particularly as we open up these portals of grace through the seven sacred seals, are we going back through the, 
the unwinding of these places where we established our intellectual quotient, our emotional quotient, and our spiritual quotient, and allowing ourselves to get back to the very core essence that we were. Yes, and when we're going back in order to go forward, um, because it's the, it's the same, we're, you know, we step in our awareness, in our cellular memory, we're going deeper. To, as you come more towards your essence, you have to peel away these layers of conditioning. And that's what we call purification. And it may sound like a, an uncomfortable word to some. It really, it's, it's about the, the, the kind of peeling off of the layers of the heart. Because the, the only thing that's really, truly, eternally pure is our heart, is, this, is the, the purity of our heart. And everyone, regardless of how many layers of muck and dirt and memory and karma and difficulties covering over that heart, you know, even a very black heart, you know, at its core has this absolute pristine purity. And every single human being alive has that same purity, like a a diamond at their core. And so this journey through the gene keys and with the seven seals and like these things you're mentioning, which might sound mystical to some people, the rings, codon rings, and they are all describing pathways that allow us to remove and these layers of our kind of our um, our history, you know. Since uh, you know, both uh, I mean that both as an ancestral thing, so our, our genetic ancestral history, our karma that we carry, but also our personal history, our story, you know, the story of our suffering. And the first thing we have to learn to do is really celebrate our story rather than be dragged down by it. And even though it has deeply uncomfortable places and we all hold regrets, and many of us anyway, about things and decisions we've taken and things we've said and done, it's all a process of, of self-forgiveness as we move deeper into the layers of our own childhood and, and those patterns that formed us that actually, you know, for many of us are difficult to bring up. But it's not like you have to consciously bring them up as you work with this information they come up that's part of the grace is that they they appear before our eyes often in other people through the mirror of our relationships we see these patterns playing out and we have to come to terms with them and make friends with them and then let them go so this is it's a deep process of going backwards in time with our awareness to get back ultimately to the point of our conception <laughs> and the point of our conception is actually the point of our awakening on another level. You know, it's our full awakening because it's, it is the memory of our, of us as a totality, of us without time, without space, before we came into form, in, when we existed as the, in the formless, infinite, eternal dimension, before we came into a birth. And that's what this teaching is all taking us to that it's the unraveling of this of these pathways and these secrets so that we get back to that pure essence that's what we mean by purification and richard purification is actually happening to us all the time even if we're not consciously embarking on something like this it's just the purification process of normal life can often feel very drawn out and very challenging and very karmic and very difficult and even more difficult. But when we engage in 
this type of contemplation when we're very conscious of of wanting to perceive our own light or wanting to embrace our shadows or dive into the issues that take place in our relationships, that in itself is a step towards that grace to lessen the challenge that we would have experienced the other way. Don't you think that life is a process of purification? It's a matter of whether we decide it to be a conscious one or not. Absolutely. And life is a, is a series of initiations. It's a passage you know, from into, the, into that heightened state of consciousness if we're listening, when we begin to listen. And regardless of what you're using to get there, whether it's another system or any system or no system, but you're just following your own wisdom, it, yes, it's absolutely a step-by-step revelation of what's magical inside us. And that does involve that we have to let go of patterns that are difficult, that weigh us, that weigh us down. Um, but the, you know, the, the, the converse side to that is what we, we mentioned earlier about the cities, these highest levels of frequency, which are our pure nature, which emerge through our pure mind and our pure heart. Um, and so in the seven seals, you have these wonderfully profound sentences that are the core revelations, like one of the, you know, one of the deepest ones that, that, that you meet is suffering is grace. And if you just take that alone and you meditate on that and you apply that truth to your life, even though it seems utterly illogical and it seems for most of us completely untrue and unfair and like, is he mad you know, <laughs> to say such a thing? The truth of that statement lies inside our hearts. And anyone who has reached a place of deep love knows the truth of that statement. And there are other ones like uh, forgiveness is freedom. You know, we want to know what freedom is. <laughs> it's forgiveness to forgive yourself, to forgive others, to be holding nothing on anyone, especially yourself. So the antidote to, this, to, our, to our suffering and our difficulties are these higher states of consciousness. This, so in one sense, you could say that the seven seals is a kind of, the ancients called this a, a, a deity yoga. You know, the Tibetans still have that, the, some of the Buddhists still practice that. Um, the Kabbalah and other teachings of, often follow the same thing. It's where you actually, you imagine yourself as the higher consciousness. You begin by imagining it. And the more you connect these words with yourself, these higher words of consciousness, divine grace, um, you know, whatever they are, forgiveness, the ones we've been talking about, unconditional love, um, you know, there are, in Jinkies, there are 64 of those words, peace I mentioned earlier, surrender, these kind of things. The more you connect those as that's what you really are, the more those states begin to unlock inside you because they are inside us. That's why this whole thing is called the gene keys because they're actually inside our DNA. You have to unlock them and they're waiting inside us. But you can't grasp at them. It's a yin approach. You have to wait. You have to contemplate. You have to allow them their own timing to come out in their own magical, mystical way. And you begin the Sacred Seals book talking about listening. And so contemplation is one thing, but it's it's that space of really listening and, and allowing 
the knowing of that essence to come forward so that you can embrace the city. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's a wisdom teaching because it reminds us what wisdom really is. That wisdom is us trusting in our life a hundred percent, you know, to trust in what is happening to us. So right now, everyone that's listening to this, whatever, wherever your life has put you, that is exactly where you're meant to be. A hundred percent is where the divine wants you. You know, those difficult situations that you're grappling with or whatever it is, it's exactly the edge that you need right now to unlock the next layer of your inner being. And there's such a beauty in that, you know, in that the, the revelation of, of inner wisdom that's already latent inside us. Um, and as it grows, it's like, you know, through these seals, you open up these pathways wider and wider and wider. And then that wisdom becomes more and more accessible to you. And it's, it's not knowledge. It's living wisdom. It's a memory of our higher consciousness. And it, and it comes into our life more regularly and it builds inside us and then it begins to inform us and it begins to eventually motivate us. Um, from the deepest level, as we as we learn to surrender, the siddhis, as they're spoken of, and even as you move through the seven sacred seals and some of the wording that's used there, because of our conditioning and and for many people, you know what they've been exposed to as love and as light, we can't possibly even know the true meaning of some of these words unless we stay in that place of contemplation. And you you also invite us to prepare to perceive the inner light. And you talk about that from a place of imagination. Is that place of imagination the place we must begin because we don't really know what so many words mean? We have these interpretations of what we've been taught they mean, but the contemplation allows it to go deeper and the imagination allows it to expand farther? Mm. Yes, the, because, you know, once upon a time, many eons ago, those words like compassion, like tenderness, you know, like um, rebirth, you know, whatever the words are, those city words, those higher essence words, once upon a time, those were real living states of being that we inhabited. But because we've moved into a different e- epoch and a different era those have become frozen into words. And there's a wonder in that as well. They've become magical. So we have to unlock those words again um, and, they're, and they're portals into you know, states and stages of, of being. And for many of us, we may, if we're lucky, we may touch upon those states at different moments in our life, sometimes for a flash, sometimes for longer periods if we're very fortunate um, because we, we just... They, they fall upon us. And so, yeah, the, the, whole, the whole notion of the seven seals is to, is to guide us behind those words. And we use the creative imagination as a, the, the way in. And the, really because, you know, the, the higher frequencies, the higher frequency realm of, um, you know, that lies behind everyday life you know, the magical world of the invisible world is populated by, you know, really, I mean, you could say higher dimensional entities or beings. I don't want to call them entities because that sounds too like aliens, but there are higher and higher levels and wider and wider levels of consciousness available beyond being a human. And, you know, I mean, 
there's no way it stops it being a human, human, but it becomes more invisible and more ethereal <clears throat> beyond the human. So the creative imagination is a wonderful way into that inner world of light because it's the inner light. And the seven seals are all about the inner light. And as you awaken these higher frequencies inside you, then that inner light becomes more accessible to you. And it's mysterious and... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. It's you know. It's it's kind of it's hard, it's beyond words. That's why I'm finding it hard to find words because you ha you have to dip into poetry and you, because that's the closest you're going to get. And you have to dip into words that uh, that suggest the beyond. So when you look into the seven seals, there are descriptions of words for these for this light this inner light, these frequencies, like there's a word incandescence. And incandescence means the inner glowing light. But to really get into that, what that means, you have to use your creative imagination and you have to imagine it as a, you know, not just a, a word with, you know, an image. It actually, it's a whole story behind it. So I describe that one, for example, as you're walking through a wasteland in the middle of winter and, and you're freezing cold and, and you're exhausted from your journey and you're on your own and you're lonely and in, in the far distance you see a tiny little light like a hearth glowing and, you, and finally there's, there's, there's hope and that tiny little hearth, that's incandescence. That's the feeling that you get. You know, that's, so you can only get to these states beginning through your imagination and then, it, and then they become real but the imagination is a stepping stone it's, the, it's a wonderful thing my guest today is Richard Rudd and we are doing a two part series on the seven sacred seals his latest book as well as online course that follows and grounds his gene key work as we move into tomorrow's show we will discuss more about the seven sacred seals and we will uncover the different layers of light that each seal uh, brings forward along with the angels, the prayers, the portals, and the beautiful poetry that opens this up. The ending prayer within the book, to me, says so much because it speaks to that grounding. And so I'm going to close out this show with that prayer. It is entitled, The Lady's Prayer. Our Lady, who lives at the heart of all form, hallowed be thy name. May thy queendom come. May thy will be done, that heaven may come to earth. Please allow me this day to drink from your sacred silver spring and forgive me my forgetting as I learn through your grace to return all non-love with love and take me by the hand and lead me step by step into the patient valley of your heart. For yours is the earth, my body and my life, forever and ever. Amen. Next week, join me for the part two of the Seven Sacred Seals with Richard Rudd. You can and find out more about his work at genekeys.com. Definitely access your free profile. Try out your first step of the Golden Pathway program for free. And look up this beautiful program on the Seven Sacred Seals, which is pay as you wish, so that you can ground the work of the Gene Keys. Until next week, in love of love with love and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. 
Join host Zimron next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.